Hello, podcast world, and welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit podcast. My name is Jennifer Schwartz. I am the founder and hostess of Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. I'm also the owner of Impact Your Fitness and a certified muscle activation techniques RX practitioner, a certified exercise physiologist with a master's degree in health sciences. My mission is to get you an upgraded mindset for a more potent workout. I want to inspire and educate everyone to build resilience and knowledge to build and boost the quality of their health and fitness. The Think Fit Be Fit podcast is here for a refreshing change of pace from how we would normally talk about fitness. And we do this by helping you understand more deeply how things are actually working underneath the surface and then offer a variety of approaches to fitness. This is done with two shows on the same feed, and that is Think Fit Be Fit, which is released on Mondays, and Fitness for Consumption, which is released on Wednesdays on the same feed. Be sure to subscribe so that you can have this collection of shows in your feed that is the intersection of human movement science, exercise science, and embracing curiosity. This is an integrative project and we are always looking to push the conversation to be open about a non-judgmental approach to fitness. So let's cut through this BS together and of the fitness industry that is and uh, learn how we can be our best when it comes to exercise and learn how we can get the most out of the time and money we invest in exercise. So head on over to thinkfitbefitpodcast.com to sign up for the newsletter on Instagram. We are at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast, the same on Facebook, and our co-host at Fitness for Consumption are at fitness for, that's spelled out F-O-R, consumption on Instagram. Welcome to today's episode, which is a solo cast about the eight principles of being your own exercise guru. This is the course that I designed with the idea in mind that you can improve your exercise without purchasing any more gadgets, hiring a trainer, or even joining the gym because most of us have figured out how to work out minimally. And I really want to add to your thought process and be able to give you the power to add to your exercise or take away from your exercise to accommodate for old injuries. And that is contrary to, you know, just running on a hamster wheel, figuring out how to avoid tightness and coddling just old injuries and coddling a mindset that doesn't help you improve. So The idea behind the course is sharing tools that have worked for myself along with thousands of athletes that I've helped and also um, hundreds of people that I've helped with uh, chronic pain and relieving that through muscular therapy work, but also keeping that uh, out of their daily routine and with strength training. And I had a client this week I saw make a huge breakthrough in her chronic pain journey. And, you know, she was a previously a basketball player, a runner, and really just wants to be healthy overall 
for her family. And her and I had been through a lot. I, her body had been through a lot. She had been getting dry needling for a long time, a lot of chiropractic work. And not until she actually started a strength training program with these tools did her situation change for the better. And so to me, that just was more proof that we need to own our process and be in control of our strength training in order to make these full recoveries or prevent these things from coming back time after time. So I'm really excited about this course. It's uh, something I think can help a lot of people. It is, it requires a, a new mindset of being, having structured flexibility in your training. It, re, it requires uh, self-knowledge and curiosity and self-development and understanding the natural state of how wellness is like this pendulum and that exercise and recovery can really contribute to how, where that pendulum swings for you. So the ultimate goal is really not to have to rely on trainers and make informed decisions about the trajectory of your fitness and wellness journey. So I'm sharing these eight principles so that you can feed more of a, a gorgeous, beautiful feedback loop of self-growth and development with exercise versus taking away from your self-assurance and taking away from your, you know, your trust in your body and it's it just like, I think these are amazing tools and a way to really dig into how great exercise can be. So the course has uh, four different sections. One of them is really heavy in mechanics, uh, how trainers can use um, how and how you can use different aspects of physics and anatomy to manipulate what's inside your exercise. The other thing we do, and this will be part of the webinar on April 24th, is how, uh, not how, we look inside the anatomy of an exercise. And I think just that alone, which is a free webinar, is extremely valuable. And that will really give you the nuts and bolts of how to, you know, uh, put things together. So that is uh, our webinar on April 28th. We're probably going to have one more in May. Just make sure you're on my mailing list to be a part of that. And make sure that you are part of the newsletter in general because I will be offering this stuff more on, you know, directly to you guys instead of through the podcast over and over again, because we have so many topics to talk about here. <laughs> so let's get into these eight principles. These principles are something that I'm sharing today that are for fully sustainable exercise and that your exercise can be intelligent and smart and not be cookie cutter or follow a template and give you the ability to have a, a guiding flashlight, not just a light, like your own flashlight on what's good for you and what can work for you. These are principles that I've used in my own training for years. And like I said, that I've taught many, many other people 
to do. So it's really exciting that this is going to be packaged inside a course and is also something I'm getting very good at teaching through these webinars. And honestly, just really, um, you know, excited to be such a, a force of change in the fitness industry and saying, screw it. I'm not the expert. I want you to be your own expert. And these are the principles that I've been using for decades. I'd say a few of the things that these principles have in common is that I have worded them such because of the clients that I've been working with for years to answer these questions that they have, which is, what's going on with my body? How can I improve it? How can I pay attention to my movement and make it so that I have control over my tightness, my pain and my outcomes when it comes to fitness? So really everything is, everything I'm saying today has that uh, overarching theme to it. The other thing is that these are principles that are very much overlooked in pop fitness culture. I would say that trainers could benefit from this course as well, because even in a crowded marketplace, I'd say the people who are in my f corner of the fitness industry, those who have taken biomechanics courses, physics in, they take physics into their, you know, workouts and into the gym. And those who have worked with muscle activation techniques are a very small part of the fitness industry. So the, we, I think this this group of people and myself and these principles really stand out in a really crowded marketplace. So those are the things that these have in common. And like I said, there are eight and the eight principles are biomechanics and exercise setup can influence your exercise. That's number one. Number two, function, function is an outcome, not a process. This is something I was really able to learn from the fitness for consumption gentlemen. And I don't want to take any credit for that because they've really done some great work with that uh, thought process. And I encourage you to, you know, connect with them and listen to every single one of their uh, episodes. Number three, develop an inner compass so that you can look beyond sets of 10 and understand your why for every workout. Number four, think of the body in segments versus movements and muscles. Number five, not all exercise has to be slow, but with old injuries lurking below the surface, slow motion can be medicinal. Number six, nothing replaces consistency. Number seven, detailed exercise is overlooked by most lifestyle and fitness experts. Number eight, find the Goldilocks zone of your exercise. And I predict that if you really dive into these principles, that you can really take full responsibility for your uh, process and that it's just deeper. The whole thing, the whole course, the whole list of principles is deeper than just following a list of exercises, a template or a, you know, purchased program. And that, that these principles are ones that are 
have mastery in mind to, you know, give you a framework for digging into details, making it a, making small adjustments to your exercise. And that, that by itself is a tangibly really big thing for anyone that I've come across that wants more out of their exercise than just, you know, sweating to like melt your face off and, you know, have that mindset of no pain, no gain. Like if you want sustainable exercises, those two ideas, no pain, no gain, and exercise only works if I'm sweating a lot and have exerted a lot, those are not sustainable. So the eight principles that we, that I just listed are very much for sustain, sustainable fitness. And it's really about thinking big for yourself and for your health. So I want to just spend a few minutes uh, going into some of these ideas that, you know, I, I feel comfortable with now. Uh, the rest of it really is for the course. So let's dive into a few of these. Okay, so number three and number eight are both really about how your body recovers and how you can be more on the inside of your body while you're exercising. And these two things are very important, but uh, the principles that come along with this is Developing an inner compass is really about intuition and this can really change the view of exercise and therefore the changes the entire experience of your exercise. And the way that I teach people how to develop an inner compass is using range of motion assessments in every workout and for their active recovery. So that is, you know, that's also something that's particular, um, in my life from muscle activation techniques. And it's something I've been able to teach people in a course as well as virtually I've been able to help people with that without ever meeting them in person. And I was really surprised by that. So, you know, I want to thank 2020 for helping me realize that this can be done from afar. And, you know, it really is related to, Intuition, which is not something people want to develop necessarily uh, for their exercise. They don't um, seek out intuition and exercise together, but it is something I think if you want that next level, that it is very important. And it also is a trust building uh activity <laughs> for your fitness. And I cannot be you know, more adamant about this principle for people that want that next level, that want that sustainability. So I'm going to skip down to number eight, which is find the Goldilocks zone. I was initially introduced to this term from James Clear, and he wrote this book, The Atomic Habits. I don't know. Atomic Habits, that's what it's called. And Atomic Habits is really big in the self development and self-leadership book section of Amazon, if that even exists. <laughs> so I guess people call it self-help, but I would call it self-development, right? Because 
The Goldilocks zone is basically just getting familiar with what is hard and with it, what is easy and then finding the closest edge to that without ever overdoing it. And in my mind, this is also just called solid programming. In the recent episodes of Fitness for Consumption, they did a great piece of this with a researcher that has used the Goldilocks zone as a term to help describe and research athletes in regards to flexibility and stretching. So that episode is literally called The Goldilocks Zone with Dr. David Bame. That was published in April, on April 17th, I believe. And that is honestly one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I really, really enjoyed uh that so much. I enjoyed all the episodes with Dr. David Bain, but especially that one because it got me to think outside of my box and uh, think about uh, neurophysiology, which is a very fun thing for me, but that's what he does. He is a researcher in neurophysiology and uh, neural adaption. I also think this is a principle that athletes really need to get familiar with because when you train too hard of an a as an athlete, you can really hurt your progress and hurt your season and hurt your goals. So, uh, and and being too easy on yourself is a is a problem as well. Uh, coddling yourself and coddling your mindset is definitely a problem when it comes to exercise. So, I would say. Finding the Goldilocks zone applies to many different types of exercisers. Okay, on the topic of athletes, I want to jump up to number four, which is think of the body in segments versus movements and muscles. When I think about all the stages of my career in sports and working with people in just very various stages, stages of their fitness life and their journey. I, this one comes to mind because some people want to know a biomedical explanation for what is going on with their body. And that means they want to understand like the structure. So that would be when you go to an orthopedic office and you see the spine model or the skeleton model and they explain, this is your knee and this is what's wrong with it. And this is the thing that we can fix. A lot of people want that <laughs> answer. And I can understand that. I mean, I have had a lot of really just healing from understanding anatomy and understanding the body. So I completely understand that. And I think there's a place for a biomedical explanation about what's going on with your body. That would be um, anything that falls into to something we can measure biologically and um, with imaging falls under this category, that explanation of biomedical things going on in the body. And at the same time, it also really gets in the way with, with uh, exercise because if we're too internal, we can't perform the exercise that well. And therefore, we might be missing out on the opportunity to actually get stronger and faster and smarter with our movement. So I came up with a way to explain this. And it really was inspired by my golfers. <laughs> and I'm a golfer as well. I've been golfing for about three years. And 
Uh, and I enjoy being around golfers. I enjoy my golf coach. I enjoy my clients and I enjoy just the whole thing and talking about golf. And with that, I, and, and podcast of course, and, and, and with that, I have learned that golfers are obsessed with different muscles and different parts of their body. Like this muscle needs to be released and this muscle needs to be strengthened. And I actually don't think that's a very helpful thing to have that thought process. So thinking about the body in segments is a different, a new way to focus what needs to get stronger and what and and what programs you can use for your body. So if we look at a, an entire training program, we might have flexibility training, we might have strength training, we might have skill training, we might have endurance training all in one week. Okay, and it depends where you are in your season and what accessibility you have to these things as to how you design your workout. And of course, time is a, <laughs> as a factor as well. And I think when we can dial in what segments need to move better and what segments need to move, um, let's say the ball better, you know, what, what needs more power, what needs more stability, in segments and not from muscles, I think we can make a lot more progress. So I spoke about this in depth in three different things in, uh, throughout my platform, through the podcast and through Instagram live. And it was actually done with my golf coach. His name's Trevor. And I can link to those things in the show notes if you guys are interested in this, but the main takeaway is that movement is the sum of many parts and that we can focus on the segments or the parts of that to make a better program for ourselves, versus just focusing too much on the inside because muscles just aren't as predictable as and charitable like many of the exercise books and golf magazines make them seem to be. And I think I want to leave it at that because doing this over audio is just not happening and <laughs> I do have other resources. And if you're a student of the course, you will definitely get this um, idea. But the takeaway for you guys um, on this audio, you know, on this podcast episode is that movement is the sum of many parts and like thinking too much inside the body might be hurting you and it is probably ineffective at some point. It's good to have a biomedical explanation of what's going on, but not to hang on to that too much. And wow, I have a lot to say about this one. <laughs> so let's move on. Detailed exercise. This is number seven. Detailed exercise is overlooked by many lifestyle and fitness experts. So this is something that I'm really on a mission to change with evidence-based education and Gigi of Fitness for Consumption is a partner of mine in this mission. And we've been, you know, hired to write content for this type of thing. And we really both believe that just do it attitude of going out and getting sweaty and just, you know, moving without much critical thought or being a being competent and understanding what you're doing is not sustainable. 
And many lifestyle experts, um, there's a British physician that is on the show, The Doctors, that is really adamant about just moving for five minutes a day. And it drives me crazy because he's on these biohacking podcasts and writing these books about how great exercise can be, but then has nothing to offer as far as detail goes. Like, why... Like how is being detailed in one aspect of your health, like your nutrition and water, like getting all these water filters and all this and that is help is, is important, but like being detailed in your exercise is not. And I just see a really big injustice in that. And I think we could be wasting a ton of time on exercise when it's not, um, when it's just bland and, um, too vanilla and just too basic, but there's also something to be said that if you are just starting exercise, you're probably not a fan of this podcast because I'm assuming that you are an exercise lover if you're listening to our shows, but beginners can you know, if they follow a really basic program for three months and they have not done any movement in a long time, they will get results. This, however, that principle does not transfer over when you get experienced with exercise. So I'll just say, follow my lead people and get familiar with the details of your movement, the details of how you move and what you can do to improve it and what you can do to have control of the variables inside your exercise. And to wrap this up, uh, we did not cover every single principle in detail that will be in the course, but just know if uh, you have any questions about this stuff, I'm happy to chat about it. This is something I talk about on Instagram very often. And honestly, I see these principles as the foundation of a book that I could write about how to engage with exercise as you are aging and that if we want to be aging more than just actively, but we want to be intense about it and we want to have anti-aging benefits from our exercise, then these principles are the guiding light. And like I said before, you can even think of this as having your own flashlight <laughs> on your exercise and knowing what goes in side of it so that you have more control and that you have the better, you have an edge on what the outcome is. You have an edge on how well exercise fits into your lifestyle and how well it works for you. And I want to just to end with this, you know, being my own client is really important to me. I do live by these principles for my workouts and this view on exercise has influenced other areas of my life and growth. And I really see, um, that exercise can have just crossovers to other parts of our life in so many ways. And having truly amazing health is such a blessing. And I'm so glad I get to show you how to push that edge and push your boundaries and redefine your boundaries and get out of the box that the fitness industry has put you in. I believe that this is my mission and I'm just so excited that you guys are here with me and subscribed. 
if you want more of these principles, definitely get it. Be a student of the course, be your own exercise guru and join us on the webinar. Um, you know, the free webinar that's called be your own exercise guru. And that I will be covering a lot about principle number one, the biomechanics of exercise and exercise setup. And that is a huge blind spot for so many people. So making that free is feels really special and I'm very excited about it. So show notes, uh, link in my bio at Instagram, Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz. And then on Twitter at Jen Impact, of course, please check out thinkfitbefitpodcast.com where you will find our affiliates. And those by purchasing through our website, you will be supporting this podcast. And those affiliates are two high performance nutrition companies. One is called Ruvi, R-U-V-I. The other one is called Ladder.Sport. Like I said, high performance, handpicked by me. These are products that I use every week and I really appreciate your support your reviews and sharing this podcast with your loved ones and your friends. Thank you so much for being here for this solo cast. And I look forward to seeing you in the course, be your own exercise guru.